guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Have you ever heard of a habits coach and wondered what is that? Or have you ever wished that you had some tips to help you improve your efficiency and your habits? Maybe get rid of some habits or add in some extra ones that are going to help you along. Or are you like me and recently taken on a new project that required a rejigging of your schedule and priorities, but then you got disappointed or frustrated with your progress? This interview is with Susie Rains, who is a habits coach I had the very good fortune to come across as I found myself, well, frustrated at not making great progress in creating a course. You see, I'm certified in adult education. I have a degree in public relations. I've got years of experience doing both. I've created courses and trainings and delivered both. No problem. But for some reason, I was just not making headway on this. And then Susie took me by the hand. So if you find yourself curious about your habits, wanting to improve what you have, get rid of what you have, or create new ones. This is exactly the episode you want to be listening to. Hey, I'm Janice, and welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew, and let's get into today's episode. Okay, well, Susie, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have this chat with you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great. Now, I did give you a little bit of an intro, but I'm wondering, can you tell me a bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. 
So I am a habit coach and habit coaching is based around the basics of what we do. And so it's a little bit different than other types of coaching. And what got me into it is that I needed to fix my own habits. So um, that's what got me interested in learning more about it. And it's really how our brain functions. And I got really intrigued about how we record things in our head and how we apply them to our daily tasks. And so I coach entrepreneurs and business people really around time management and building those key habits. Very cool. So you kind of work on changing the recordings in your clients' heads. Yes, exactly. Cool. We have um, the, those neurotransmitters in our brain that record how we do things and we learn from experience. So the more you do something repetitively, the more it becomes automatic. And so I dive a little deeper into that and either reprogram what they're doing or create something completely new. So if they want to start a new habit that's completely new to them, it's diving into, okay, what are the things that we can put in place to get you to start that new habit? Okay. So you're not just fixing the not so effective, but you work on creating the new ones as well. Yes, very much so. Is one easier than the other? I would say from my experience and what I experience with my clients, they're pretty much the same. It's interesting how our brain works. Creating a new path is just as hard as moving away from an old one because you're still creating a new path with the neurotransmitters in your brain. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, for some reason, I would think I would think that um, breaking an old habit or changing an old habit would have been harder. But yeah, when you say it like that, it makes complete sense on how they'd be, they would be equal. So Susie, my understanding is that you started out doing photography or working in photography. That is pretty different to being a habits coach. So can you explain to me the journey that took you here? Yeah, um, it's interesting because my husband was the photographer and I was running the business mostly. And so I found that I was struggling with my own health. I was tired all the time. I'd gained weight. I was having a hard time sleeping. So I thought maybe there was something wrong with my health. And I went to my doctor. They did all of my labs and everything. They said, no, you're fine. And I realized that I had gotten into some really bad habits. And so I did some research and I was trying to find a coach to help a health coach to help me. And through my research, I actually found a school that did health and life coaching um, certifications. And I decided that I couldn't find a coach that I wanted to use. So I decided I would become one to be that person for people like me <laughs> yeah. that needed help with their habits. And so the school that I went to, the schooling was very focused on habit change as the initial starting point for doing better with your health and life, how you do things in life. So I really kind of, that, that struck really personal with me. And I thought, you know what, it's my habits. I'm doing, I have poor, I have poor habits in how I'm doing our business stuff. I have poor habits in how I'm eating and taking care of myself. 
And so gradually, one at a time, as I was in school and learning, I just was applying those things that I was learning to my own personal life and our business and saw things improving. Okay, so you stayed running your husband's photography business while you were doing the studying. Yes, and our business, um, we ended up switching over. He didn't, he, our business, we slowly um, went away from the photography uh, right around the time that I started to get closer to graduating because I decided that I wanted to launch my business and help other people that had the same struggle that I had. And he was supportive of that. And he thought, yeah, why not go for it? So here I am. Here you are. That's really good. That's awesome. But I'd say that was a lot of work doing the two of them at the same time. It was. Um, and it taught me some really good skills with habits. Because when you create a good habit base, it's all about time management and staying in a routine and getting into that routine that works for you and whatever it is that you're working on. I got to ask you this. Do you fall out of routine? You yourself? Yes. You're human. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we all do. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I work with my clients and myself because it's natural. Your brain automatically wants to go to what's easy. So if you're trying to create a new habit or change an old habit, it's going to constantly default you to this was easy and automatic. I want to do that. So you're swimming upstream for a little while, depending on how difficult the habit is that you're trying to create. You could be swimming upstream for quite a while but that's where the coaching comes in. And that's where I work with people to keep them on track and, and give them the, the tools that they need to help them stay focused and stay on because habit change happens over time and repetition. So a lot of times you'll hear, Oh, it's 21 days to a new habit. Just do it for 21 days and you'll be fine. Yes. And no. How many times did you do the old habit to get to where it's a habit? You have to undo it that many times, or at least as close to. So if you've had an old habit for 10 years, hopefully it doesn't take you 10 years to get out of it, but it's going to take a long time repeating the new behavior to overcome the old behavior. So my, the coaching that I do is really helping my clients to understand that and learn how to work within that because it gets discouraging when you're swimming upstream. And, and when you have somebody on your, in your corner, that's like, I know it's tough and it's okay to feel discouraged. What can we do today to move you forward? Even just a centimeter. Doesn't have to be a mile or a yard or a meter or however you want to gauge it just that little centimeter, just so that you can say, yay, I did it. And then keep going. Yeah. You begin that momentum just with that centimeter. And I, I will say um, <laughs> what has stuck with me because I've been working with you for about four weeks now and the first week crushed it. It was so awesome. And then the second week was significantly less awesome 
and I was frustrated and I was annoyed with myself. And your comment was, welcome to week two, you know? And I thought, okay, this is not just me. This, this is obviously part of the process. Because like, I was like, oh yeah, week one, I crushed it. I'm going to double my goal. I'm going to, woohoo. And uh, yeah, it didn't work out. But I took so much just from that, that comment of, yeah, welcome to week two you need support for a reason. It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that your brain, it's all on a habit loop. Everything that you do, every learned behavior from the time that you were born, your brain is recording what you're doing and say it's problem solving. And so when you're starting something new, you're clumsy at it. So you get excited because it's new. You're like, oh, I can do this. And then it's hard because it's new. Yeah. And you're like, you fall down and then you're like, oh, I fell down. But when you're learning to walk and you're young, you don't have any bad experiences with falling down and not getting up. So you just get up. As adults, we've had so many experiences in life that when things get hard, we want to give up because we've had an example of that and we know what to compare it to. So as a coach, I get a chance to ask the questions. Why do you think it's hard right now? Why are you struggling? Cause there's an experience that happened to you that your brain is referring to and saying, Nope, I'm not going down that path because last time I did it or in this certain experience, something happened that makes me avoid it. And that's where the coaching really comes in because it's really just asking those questions and saying, why do you think that is? How about you think about it? And you may not ever know what experience caused it because you don't always remember and it could be subconscious. But if you really think about it and take a minute, there's something there that will trigger and you'll be like, oh, I don't do that now because of X. Now that I know that, I can go swim upstream because I can just push X out of the way because it's just something that's in my head. It's not an actual barrier that's in front of me. And so coaching around those things is really what gets me excited to work with people. Would you say it's the working with people that is your favorite part of being a coach? Yes, I would say the breakthrough moments. So when you said, welcome to week two, and that like struck with you, I, that's what I live for. Like I live for those moments where the client recognizes that their work, that what they're doing is hard, but they're okay. They're like, I can still do it. So even though it feels hard and difficult and they admit that, and we all, we together, we're like, yep, it's not fun. But then they're like, it's okay. I'm still going to keep going. That's what I really love working with. I love that perseverance that my clients get when they realize that they're not alone, that they can keep going. And how about a least favorite part? You can't say working with Probably me. my, <laughs> I, I would never say <laughs> My probably the worst favorite part 
is I don't like to tell people that it's hard. I don't, I don't like to say, okay, we're going to go ahead and go down that road and we're just going to feel bad because who wants to do that? Who wants to say this is hard and I'm frustrated and I'm struggling, but you have to admit to it in order to overcome it. And so that part, I'm, I'm really good at doing it now because I've been doing it for so long and I do it to myself all the time. <laughs> like Susie, this is hard. Just push through. But it's not fun to have to say that. Like we want things to be easy. We want things to be fun and we want to be excited all the time. Um, and that's my favorite part of coaching is like, yay, look what you did. But the least favorite is probably admitting that it's hard and, and just being okay with it being hard. I can see how that would be difficult. And I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't actually think about that aspect of it because it's not just me sitting here thinking, this is really hard. But you actually have to live with that as well because it's, you're working together. I didn't think about it that way. That's very interesting. Have you together? Yeah. You're not alone. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, how long have you been a habits coach? I have been a habits coach for a year this month, actually. So you've kind of, you got your feet underneath you now. I know exactly the stages that people start to go through now that I've worked for a year with clients. Like you said, when they hit week two, that's when I'm like, the encouragement comes out and the understanding and the empathy. I know this is hard. You're in the right spot. Week two, it's tough. Let's get through it. Yeah. I learned that over the course of the year, working with people and realizing there's a pattern. There's a pattern to our behavior. There's a pattern to how we do things, even if they're completely different habits. So that's something that you picked up through experience that wasn't necessarily something explicitly taught in your program. Exactly. It's something that I've picked up on and, and have used to be able to mold and shape different coaching programs for people. If they're working on specific things, I can say, okay, this program sounds like it will fit good for what you're trying to accomplish versus one-on-one coaching or like you're doing the app where it's online coaching. So it's giving you those milestones, having you think through things, make goals. And then I communicate with you in the app. Yeah. Um, So depending on what they're working towards, it helps me to know what program fits them the best. I'm curious, how, how do you attract your clients? Like where do, where do they come from? How do you advertise or promote yourself or other than podcasts, of course. (laughs) Well, the podcast is going to help everybody out there listening. That's right. want to change your habits. We've all (laughs) got habits that we might need to uh, brush up (laughs) or new ones that we should be creating. That's right. Right now, I know social media is a big thing. I specifically have a group on Facebook um, and one of the, I have two groups, actually, one of them is geared specifically towards business owners. And then my other group is for women and it's specifically just women, um, helping them with any type of habit. So it's around health, wellness, time management, those types of things, mindset. And then my business coaching is specifically for setting up time management, um, business practices, habits around whatever it is that you're working on in your business. So Facebook right now, and in those groups, I do, I'll do Facebook lives or I'll do webinars and do short little teachings just so that they get an idea of what it is that I do. And it gives them an opportunity to see how I 
what my personality is, how I work, because coaching is, it's important that you connect with your coach and that you're comfortable with them. So for me, and for those people listening, if you're listening and you're like, wow, you know, this is a person that I really connect with just from hearing them, which is how I was when I heard your podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, I could listen to her all day long. It was awesome. Thank you. I love your podcast. <laughs> no, I do. I'm not I mean, paying you to say this, just so everybody knows. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. And, and you have to connect. And, and so I think through my Facebook groups and going live and doing webinars, it's helpful for me to, for my clients to be able to see a little bit of how I do things. So people don't have to be your, a paid client in order to get into the entrepreneur Facebook group. Yeah, it's an open group. Um, it's private. So I, they have to ask to join, but, um, but it's free and it's public. So if anybody wants to look for it, I will me. link to it if you want to give the details, but I will, I'll make sure that I get them from you and I'll link to it in my show notes. So anybody, anybody who's interested, because I mean, my podcast is geared for entrepreneurs. It's a a helpful resource. Yeah, that would be awesome. My right now, my Facebook group is specific for health and life coaches that are starting their business. Um, So that's what all of the content that's going on in that group is. I am going to be reaching out to a broader audience, but for right now I'm niching down just so that I'm specifically working with health and life coaches. So if anyone's listening and wants to join then they're more than welcome to join. Excellent. Um, I'm all about niching. I'm with you on that one. I listened to that podcast. (laughs) I shared it in my group. I was like, you have to listen to this podcast. I did. It's really important. Yeah. Thank you very much. What do you think is the best piece of advice you've gotten? That's a really good question. I would say from one of my favorite books, and I will plug this book because I think it's amazing. And I kind of, I'm a habit nerd. So Atomic Habits by James, James Clear. Clear, the best, and out of that book, the best advice I got was really to create an identity around your habit. So for example, when I was in photography, I identified as a photographer business owner. When I became a a habit coach, I had to switch my thoughts to, I am a habit coach, no longer photography. And the only way that I could do that was to identify. So literally I would tell myself, I'm a habit coach. I have a coaching business. I'm a coach. I'm a coach. I'm a coach. And, and repetition, again, that's habits. And in the book, he talks about that you have to take on the identity of what you want to create. So another good example is being a morning person. I don't consider, I never considered myself a morning person, but I wanted to get up early. Mm -hmm. So I would tell people I'm not a morning person. And then if I try to change or create that habit of getting up early, I'm going against what I believe I really am. You have to take on the identity of your habit. If you don't mind being in the hot seat. So what is it that you're working on? I am working on creating a course and a workshop. So I need to think of myself as a course creator and an educator. What is one thing that a course creator does? Actually creates 
Of course. <laughs> they don't just talk about it. They sit down for five minutes, five times a week, and they plug away at actually creating the content and researching the gaps. And that is something that a course creator does. So whenever you run into the, I don't feel like doing my five minutes, because I know that happens, it happens to everyone. Mm -hmm. When you're creating a new habit, you get that, I don't want to do it. If, I'm too tired. If I'm creating a new, yeah, if I'm creating a habit of getting up early and the alarm goes off, mm, not today. It happens and that's okay. Ask yourself, what would a course creator do? Right. Well, that puts a different spin on it. If I am a course creator, then I need to follow through with what a course creator would do. And it makes it less of an option to follow through then. Would you say that it also makes it more exciting? It's not, it's not a job or a task. Yeah, it's part of your, it is, it's part of your identity then. It's, it's actually who you are. Yeah, I remember when I first started saying that I have a podcast and then I was like, I am a podcaster. It just felt more comfortable. You know, like it was just, that's it. It was more comfortable to me to, to do all of this. And yeah, I can see how changing the language about, around being a course creator would be equally as powerful. Everything starts with language, doesn't it? It's so, it, that is so powerful. Yeah. Whether you speak it out loud or we, it's just in your head, it, it's there. I love that you said that because it's language and it's, it's self-talk. So it's in your head. Yeah. And it's what you say out loud. So from the being a morning person example, I constantly, when people, when I would have conversations with people and we'd be just casually talking and be like, oh, I'm not a morning person. I would just say that, like literally say that out loud. And I never even really thought about it. I just, it was just who I was, but I love the morning. Every morning that I would get up early, I'm like, why don't I do this every day? I love it. But I convinced myself that I wasn't a morning person. Yeah. So for you to, to say, I'm a podcaster, I'm okay. I'm a content writer. I'm a course creator. I'm a photographer. When you do that and you really embrace that and you, and you start thinking, I think it's in the Atomic Habits book. He has an example of a person who basically just asked herself every day, what would a healthy person do? And she lost like 150 pounds because she would just base her decisions on what would a healthy person do? Literally, if, a health, if you were a healthy person, would you sit down and eat a whole bag of Cheetos? Probably not. Probably not. Wow. And she lost 150 pounds. That's my, that's like my mantra. And it's not easy to do. And again, we go back to week two and it's hard, but yeah. these little things that you tack on and you just gradually start doing them repetitively, then it becomes who you are. Is that the advice that you would give to other entrepreneurs or is there a different piece of advice that you would like to offer or that you would offer? I would say um, for entrepreneurs specifically tracking because there's all different pieces to habit change and habit creation. And that's why I'm a coach. And that's why I do what I do when it comes to wanting to move forward and actually move the needle and see where you're at using some form of tracking. So whether it's a physical day timer that you write down what it is you're working on, you're using my app and the coaching through that where you're actually writing down, this is what I want to accomplish in this week. 
and then telling yourself, how did it go? And like evaluating that. So you have a record so you can go back and look at week one and go, look how excited I was. And then you can look at week two and go, Ooh, I struggled that week. And then you can look at week three and be like, okay, I'm starting to get with the program. You know, this is happening. Knowledge is power. And again, it goes back to, you know, language. Mm -hmm. What do you say? You know, what are you saying to yourself every day? And even if it's just writing one thing down, um, keeping a record of some sort of what you're working on so that you can see your success and see that you're moving forward because without recording it, we tend to exaggerate or minimize. So we may think that we're doing a really good job when we're not, or we may think that we're not doing a very good job when we're doing great, but we have no way of knowing. Yeah. And entrepreneurs, we have a million things happening all at the same time. Yeah. So I, the first thing that I tell people is how are you going to track what it is that we're doing in your life right now? What is it? What are, how are we going to track this habit creation or habit change? Because tracking, I believe is the best thing that you can do. You can't argue with the data. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What personality traits do you think make you a good coach? I would say um, I have an analytical brain, so I like data, <laughs> yeah. which is probably what helps with the tracking piece. But I also am a intuitive thinker and I like to see the end result and backtrack and figure out how to get there instead of starting at the starting point and then just doing the steps out. I'll be like, how, what do I want at the end? What do I want the end result to look like? Okay, now how am I going to get there? And I think that that, I've always thought that way ever since I was a little girl. And so I think that that really helps me with coaching because that's what people need. They need somebody to hold that space for them and for them to say, this is what I want to happen. Now, how do we get there? And so I can help them with what steps it takes to get them to their, the outcome that they want. I think I've indicated already that I have found working with you very, very, very helpful. You've really helped reshape my perception of what is effective, like what's an effective habit, how I can get things done. Because in my head, it was always I needed like a big chunk of time. And you were like, nope, let's start with five minutes. Can you do five minutes? Because I could not do the big chunk of time. My life just does not enable that it doesn't foster that but five minutes I was like yeah okay could do that and I totally can do that I've gotten so much work done through following through that I've surprised myself um, and I'm able to then take that five minutes and apply it in other areas and you know setting the timer and other tips that you've given me it's it's it has really been very helpful. So I'm just wondering, do you have any tips that you would give the listeners other than tracking? I would say um, exactly what you're doing. Start small. My biggest tip, and I tell everybody this that I talk to when they ask me what I do and whenever they ask for a tip, think about what your goal is. So what is it you're trying to accomplish? What steps does it take to get there? 
And now that, and when you think about a commitment, so you're going to make one small commitment. So in your case, you're making five minute, a five minute commitment mm -hmm. to that task. What I tell people is, um, for example, if I wanted to wake up early in the morning every day. So my goal is I want to be a morning person. I want to get up early and I want to enjoy the, the morning. If I give myself a goal that is, I'm going to do this every single day with no end in sight. And it's just every day. There's no break in between nothing. The chances are, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it for a few days and then I'm going to fall off the wagon. The advice I give is when you make a goal, what you think you can do, back it up about three steps. So now I'm going to say, I'm going to get up early at this particular time and always want to give it a time frame. So I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. It gives me a chance to slowly work into waking up. Eventually I may add Tuesday and Thursday in, but I'm not promising that to myself so that I feel like I failed and I just give up. So in our mind, we always overcommit and then we feel like we can't complete it. Like you said, a big chunk of time, you're like, forget it. I don't have time. But if you take five minutes, and again, if that five minutes is too much, it's okay to even go lower. What you're finding is when you set a timer and you focus yourself, that five minutes feels like 30. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> you actually gain time when you set a timer. You really do. I can write a page more in five minutes. And I, and when the timer goes off, I sit back and think, holy smokes, now I got to finish that thought, you know, like, cause I'll be so deep into it. I need to, I need to finish my thought. And then I can be like, well, and I feel so good because I have accomplished something and it's moved me closer to my goal. It's really a nice feeling. Little small steps consistently. Yeah. And again, my, I will revert to atomic habits because I have two copies of this book and one of them is like a working right all over it, whatever book, but he talks about that and it's consistency repeating yourself over time. Is there anything else that you wanted to share that we haven't covered yet? I would say um, for your listeners, especially being entrepreneurs, the overwhelm is real and I know all of you that are listening are shaking your head going, yes. If you feel like you have a million things happening at once, my tip would be get a day timer. If you're an electronic person, then use, use technology. Totally fine. I like paper and pen. So I have my day timer that I write in, but I keep my calendar electronic. Whatever works for you, but give yourself focused tasks. So if you're going to spend like you're doing, you want to work on your course creation, you're setting a timer and you're saying, I'm going to spend five minutes focused on this one thing. I do the same thing. I have to set aside time. And it, it feels like you're taking time to set up time to have time, but you're actually giving yourself more time. Time is a weird yeah. thing, but I would say, it's okay. And pick one thing, just pick one thing. You're working on your course creation. So just that one thing and the rest of it can be crazy, chaotic, whatever. But knowing that, oh my gosh, I spent five minutes 
writing for my course creation and it's happening. It's moving me forward. So if, if you're an entrepreneur that's working, say, on marketing content, spend five minutes, write it in your calendar, put it on your calendar on the computer, wherever you keep it, five minutes, set a timer, do your content. If you struggle with your bookkeeping duties, put it on the calendar once a month, 30 minutes. I'm in accounting. That's all I'm doing. I'm focused on that task and just do it consistently and you will see a huge a huge change. Thank you so much. Thank you. Just before we sign off, can you give everybody like your website and um, also give us a little bit more details about the app because you've just got a new new system happening with your app and it's pretty all encompassing. So can you tell us where we can find you and what you can do? Rains Wellness, it's my last name, which is with a W, W R. A-I-N-E-S wellness.com. You can book a discovery call with me, which is no charge. And we will, I will talk you through whatever habit you're working on. You will leave the call with some tips and ways that you can start working on it. The app is I've set up a course for habit 30 days to change your habit or create a new habit. And what happens in there is you get a worksheet at the beginning of the week where you make a commitment to yourself and you write it down. I'm able to see it as your coach. I'm able to comment just like what Janice was saying when she's in there and she puts in her goals, I can go in and comment and, you know, let her know, give her some coaching tips around whatever it is that she's working on. And then you work on your habit throughout the week. And at the end of the week, you get another worksheet where you're going to basically tell yourself how you did was what was difficult. What was easy? What do you want to switch up for the following week? And again, I'm able to see everything that you're doing and I can coach you around it. You're able to contact me through the app so we can have a conversation anytime you want. Um, It's $30. I made it that way on purpose because I'm really, really passionate about habit change. It's specifically just me and you, in an app. So um, if you're interested in doing that, that's something that I offer um, on my website. And what I would do is have a phone call with you to start off with so that we can really think about what it is you want to work on for the next 30 days. And then you're off and running and just working on your habits for those 30 days. And you're more than happy to sign up as many times as you want to. And I absolutely will link to all of that because it's been, been very, very helpful for myself. I find that I struggle also to just focus on one thing at a time. Sometimes I have a whole load of really good ideas and I want to work on all of them. And I also have a very chaotic personal life. So the chaos plus the chaos isn't productive. And focusing on the one thing where I am making consistent steps forward, it seems like it it settled some part of my overwhelm. Mm -hmm. If I have control over one thing, I can probably find the control over some other things or, you know, like it it makes it feel like it's not as overwhelming. I don't need to panic. Everything is manageable. It's nice to have that, the, the support while you come to that realization. Yeah. And you're experiencing the success of being successful that experience of, I did my five minutes. Yay. That's motivating. 
It really. I is. can now go clean the kitchen. Oh, I don't get crazy! Five minutes and clean the, you know, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> don't get crazy now. Oh my god, my husband might listen to this. <laughs> All right, we. I'm yeah. going to sign off before you get me in trouble. <laughs> but thank you so much for today, Susie. I really really enjoyed this conversation and I love all the tips and I love I love the reminder of previous tips that you have given me that really have worked and I know I know anybody listening to this is going to get a ton of value so thank you for being so generous with your experience and with your time thank you thank you so much for having me it's been fun anytime hey thank you so much for listening today And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 